Welcome to Get Motivated with Donato Parisi, a show designed to reach you where you are, focusing on the fact that you can be anything you want and desire. All you have to do is get motivated. If you need a challenge in your life, then look no further. Get Motivated with Donato begins now. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Get Motivated with your Donato, and I'm your host, Donato. How's it going today? <laughs> today, we've got a special guest, Dan Gomer. He is a coach, a realtor, an entrepreneur, an author, and so much more. So we're going to get into that today with Dan. Welcome aboard, Dan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and, you know, it was so cool to be in the book with you here. The greatness in you yeah you too um you know and especially to you know be mentored by les and john um Absolutely. so with that kind of thing in mind i'll just ask you an icebreaker question you know if you could meet anyone past or present who would it be and why um you know <clears throat> i was just talking with my son yesterday about this um, he was talking about how he's having, he's in sixth grade and he has a teacher, you know, I'm a former teacher. I get the whole teaching thing. Right. And the fact of the matter is his teacher's a little burned out. I'll, I'll give him yeah. that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and uh, you know, so he, he complains about that and whatever. And anyway, we started having this conversation about like his responsibility. You know, what if he started showing up differently with her, how might that affect their relationship and, and how she's showing up with him and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I started telling him the story of Nelson Mandela and Nelson Mandela is one of those guys that, you know, I, I just can't imagine being locked up against my will for no reason, really, other than speaking my mind yeah. and being the wrong color yeah. and getting locked in prison for nearly 30 years and then coming out and saying, you know what? We need to stop the fighting. We need to do things differently, changing the narrative around that entire um, situation. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I told this story to my son, you know, I'm kind of going through it in a little more detail with him. And and then we sat down for dinner and he was retelling the story to my wife as we're yeah. sitting at dinner. <laughs> it was it was great to hear him retell it, you know. <clears throat> Anyway, I won't go into details about that. It was kind of funny, but, but if I could meet anybody, it would be Nelson Mandela. I'd love to just pick his brain and see what he thinks about the current state of things in the world and, you know, how he would react to, to different things. So, yeah. Yeah, no. And, and that's, that's an interesting story too, because like you said, in prison for no reason, and then, you know, kind of, I guess, rose to power in a sense too. Right. You know, so yeah, yeah. went from, from, uh, it's kind of like uh, Joseph in the Bible, right? He was thrown in prison and then became, you know, uh, ruler of Egypt, basically. So it's kind of, right. kind of, kind of an interesting thing there. So yeah, no doubt, yeah. definitely uh, somebody well, that would have some wisdom. Yeah, when you talk to people like that, you know, the the cool thing about it is um, the the perspective. It, the perspective is so obviously different than most people. So just to ask routine questions, I would love to hear what he would have to say about it and just see his perspective on different things, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, and I always encourage that. I mean, you're a coach just like myself, and and I always encourage others, have more than one coach or mentor. You know, get get a, a woman coach and mentor. You know, get somebody of a different ethnicity because you need that different perspective, right? We need yep. to see things differently. We need to, you know, understand how other people see the world and, and then start changing our point of view, right, and, and looking at things in a different manner. Yep. That way, you know, we might consider others or <laughs> other other ways of doing things and, and, you know, have more of an open mind when it comes to something. So that's awesome. Absolutely. All right. So, Dan, next question. Yeah. The show is called Get Motivated. Mm-hmm. You know, my uh, tagline here is becoming get up off the couch and get motivated. Um, Love it. So from your perspective, as we were just talking about, what does get motivated mean to you? Well, I love that question because um, one of the things that I am really hitting hard in the real estate world, I'm, I'm teaching a lot in the real estate world right now as I'm trying to grow my team and things like that, is there's so many tools out there. Like, here's how you do an open house. Here's how you, you know, sphere market. Here's how you do all of these different pieces, right? There's plenty of tools out there for how to build a business. And the same is true in lots of other industries. So the question isn't whether or not people have tools. The question is, are they using the tools? And so that's really where motivation comes in. Why are some people using the tools? Why are other people not using the tools? What does motivation mean? What does it look like? And so it's such an interesting question and it's something I've thought a lot about. And so your, your question is what is motivation or what motivates people? Just what does it mean to you? I mean, it's yeah. different perspectives, you know? Yeah. Okay. So what it means to me is if somebody is motivated, it means that they are connected to their why they know what they are doing and they know why they are doing it. They have clarity. And just like with a, a, a person buying a house, if they are unclear on, I don't know if do I want a townhouse? Do I want a house house? Do I want a boathouse? They're not going to make a move. When we are unclear, we freeze most of the time. So it's the clarity ultimately around what we want, what we truly want, and why that's important to us that creates the motivation. So I guess if I had to summarize in one word, it would be clarity. Like motivation is driven by clarity. Nice. I like that. That that does definitely give a good perspective on it. Yeah. And, you know, and I also believe that motivation can be um, – developed. So it has to be, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, even if you don't want to do something, (laughs) but you know, you need to, you can find motivation to do it. Um, even if you're feeling unmotivated in your work right now, you can find motivation in your work. Even if the motivation is just to, you know, go up a step so that you can transfer out of that job and go to a different, a different job, right? Like it's all about finding that, that drive within us um, and, you know, really latching on to something really simplistic, you know, 
Um, so as opposed to like, oh, well, I want a new car and a new house and a new this and a new that. And I want, you know, all of these things I want, you know, more time, and more freedom and more travel and more da, 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 da. Instead of getting caught up in that game, it's like getting down to something really at the core. Like, what do you really want? And I believe that once we tap into what that core is and it's really simple, then we can say, why am I not motivated? Like, I know that I should be making these phone calls, but I'm not like, what the heck is going on? And we can go into the core and be like, oh, well, what I really want to create is a sense of joy. And, you know, these phone calls may not create that sense of joy, but the outcome might. So I'm going to focus on the fact that the outcome of these calls is going to create an experience for me that I actually want. And boom there's a spark of motivation to go and do something. So I believe that it can be cultivated um, over time as well. Nice. No, that's great. And that kind of leads a good segue into your book here, our book, right? Yeah. Greatness in You and, and the chapter that you wrote. Uh, let's just find your picture here real quick. I think you should, there you are. Look at that <laughs> handsome devil. <laughs> and, and your title it's kind of interesting. You hinted at it just a moment ago. The most important game. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about that title and what that really means. Yeah. So one of the things that I loved about writing this chapter is this was a concept <clears throat> that I had been mulling around for a really long time. And so it was so nice to just get it out. And, um, so the, the most important game is, is getting down once again to that core aspect of what really drives us, what really motivates us and getting clear on what we want and why we want it. So it's really easy to, and and I've gone down this path myself is it's really easy to get caught up in someone else's game. So, uh, the game of maybe financial success, the game of, um, I don't know, goofing off the game of whatever, right? Like it's really easy to get caught up in a game or a literal game, right? Even basketball, getting, losing ourselves in something that ultimately doesn't really fill our cup. Mm -hmm. And so the challenge of this chapter is to think about what is the most important game? What really matters to you? You know, when you're looking back on your life and you know, you've got nothing left, but your thoughts uh, and your, your memories of, of what happened, what would you want those memories to look like? You know um, what do you wish you would have put more time and energy into, right? That's the, that's the most important game. And the other thing that, that the reason why I wanted to write this chapter is because not only is it easy for us to lose ourselves in the game that somebody else is setting up for us, but it's also easy to forget that it's we're playing a game. We're playing a game of life. And that might seem kind of silly and, and whatever, but I really believe that that's what we're doing. We have an opportunity to look at life and take it super seriously. And, oh man, like, I've, I've got to succeed. I've got to push. I've got to get more. I've got to be more. I got to do more. I got to you know, be the best dad and be the best this and the everything. Right. Yeah. And forget about the fact that life can be fun. 
And we can look at something like a giant mountain that we have to climb figuratively or literally there's this giant unsurmountable thing that we're staring at. And we can look at that and go time to buckle down and get serious and make it happen. Or we can say, this will be interesting. Oh, let's go. Let's see what's going to happen. Right. And approach life with this kind of playful spirit. And so that's why I like using the word game. What's the most important game in your life? You can play being the best dad. You can play being the most successful realtor. You can play being all of these different aspects. But when we come at it from a place of experimentation and playfulness, it opens us up to be able to, um, it doesn't lock us into one specific thing. It gives us the ability to experiment and, and experience life on a, on a grander scale. That's, Definitely an interesting perspective on all that. I mean, you know, the game of life isn't just a board game, right? <laughs> and it is no. all about how we decide to handle things. You right. Know, we can choose to go one way or another, kind of like what you're describing, right? Be all serious about it, or we can have fun with it, or anything else in between. And, you know, one of the interesting things that you, you brought up, but you also mentioned in the book, you talk a little bit about how we grow up, in a sense, being programmed, right, to be the best at everything, or do this, or do that, and we get pushed into things, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of it's well-intentioned, right, but all of this pressure is put on us growing up, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know I had a lot of pressure on me growing up, and then we get programmed with that. And then when we are growing up, we put pressure on ourselves yep. to do all of these things. Right. Yep. So kind of tell us more about that and what we should do, what we shouldn't do. How, how can we break up some of that monotony or, or just refocus and, and, and get these things that we really want in life? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I, I mean, that's exactly right. You know, we're, And I see it today, even with my kids, my kids are 12 and nine and all of their friends and everything. There is a tremendous amount of pressure that's put on them. Now the the kids love playing the games and the sports and all those kinds of things. Right. But at the same time, there is a pressure. There's a pressure to get better, to succeed, to be the starter, to, and there's pressure on the parents to make sure that they get to play all of the different sports and do all of these different. I mean, there's just, there is, there's, there's this, you know, pressure that we put on these kids and, and it can be good, right? There's good aspects of it. It's not all bad, right? It teaches them how to be self-sufficient and push through the pain and all those kinds of things. Right. But ultimately what ends up happening then is, is as we get older, um, it can, it can impact the way that we're showing up in our, in our life as adults. And we do start to put pressure on ourselves, at least, people who are, you know, trying to continue to like, go get it right and get after it. And we end up putting a lot of pressure on ourselves. And so what should we do or shouldn't we do? Um, I think it has less to do with what we should or shouldn't do. And more to do with what do you want? What do you want? You know, I mean, I because I, I the biggest problem that I see, and I, I'm also a coach, and I, I work with coaching clients and things like that. And when I do, 
one of the commonalities that I see is they lose sight of themselves. Who, who are you? What motivates you? Right. I mean, this is a podcast all about motivation. Like what is going to get you out of bed every day? There's something there. We all have that. We all have something in our core that, that moves us forward. But what happens is all this stuff just gets stacked up on top of it. And then one day we forget. We forget what, what we love to do. We lose ourselves. I literally had a conversation with my mom this morning. Mm-hmm. I called her up. And I'm, I'm, I'm working on myself, right? Like I'm sure you are and, and we all should all right. be. And uh, I'm working on my inner child <clears throat> and trying to discover my inner child. I had to call my mom today to ask her what I was like as a kid from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I think I remember how I was, but that's my take. That's my perspective. I wonder what her perspective was. And there was, there was a lot of things that aligned and there was some things that I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Right. So that's an example of how there's aspects of my, my beingness as a kid that I've, I've just, I've covered up and I'm trying to uncover them so that I can tap back into that again. Right. And I hope I'm not going too far down a, uh, no. a, a rabbit hole here. No. <laughs> um, so as adults, what can we do to kind of tap back into that kind of, playful beingness that we a lot of us had when we were kids and i think what it really comes down to is a curiosity and so going back to treating life like a game you can only do that if you're curious well what happens if i this is an extreme example quit my job (laughs) you know i'm not necessarily recommending that but that's one way you could experiment what would happen if i went for a drive on a saturday for two hours by myself. What would happen if um, <clears throat> I allowed my kid to miss a basketball practice and took him to the movies? What would happen if, you know, and, and all of a sudden the curiosity opens us up to a whole world of possibilities. And that, that is like a childlike nature you know, a discover, I want to discover, I want to explore, I want to experiment, I want to play. And so if there's somebody who's an adult that is kind of like trying to have a hard time, you know, having a hard time trying to connect with that inner child, just get curious and start playing, just play with stuff and see what happens. I like to play. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. funny. But, um, you know, we got a granddaughter and, and she's been over and, and, you know, she's like, you want to play with me? <laughs> right. So we always, we, we play quite a lot, but, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's fun. Right. It, and it, it does. I mean, you gotta, you gotta let some of that stuff go, you know, especially if you got kids or whatever else. I mean, we need to like not be so caught up in our day-to-day lives and everything else that's going on, you get a child and it comes up to you and they're like just asking you a question or whatever it is, put all your junk aside and and look down to them and say, hey, what do you want or what do you need? Or, you know, yeah, let's play for, you know, you can put some guidelines on it. Like I only got five, 10 minutes to play, but, you know, take that time out and do it, right? Mm -hmm. 
and yeah. and you know you're going to be rewarded and and I think that's important you know I've I've tried to live that way myself because um, it's so easy being a type A personality to be so focused so strict so whatever mm-hmm. and you know I I'd be at church. And I, I would just go into the children's church before it actually got started, just so I could play with all the kids, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, that's to awesome. get my my mind focused a little differently and, and things yeah. like that. So there, there's magic there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you know, going back to that that type A personality and, and stuff, you've kind of hinted at that, and you know, us guys especially, right? We're always so serious and we tend to block things or not talk about certain things but in the book you know you actually confess in a sense or 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 open maybe is a better way of saying it you know that you've struggled with emotions or or different things in life Mm -hmm. and that's not something a typical type a guy talks about right um you know so tell us like how especially from from a guy's standpoint why that's so important you know how we can open up more how we can just do do all these things that we're talking about and and start to relieve some of these burdens of life yeah well i'm going to come back to the same concept the the short answer is is um get curious you know i mean like what's the worst that could happen? You know, I mean, once again, I talked about all these layers that get put up on us. You know, one of my layers was like, you don't cry, right? You're a tough guy. Get man up. Right. (laughs) And so, um, that serves us in certain scenarios and it destroys us in others. And at some point I went so far down the depression road that I became suicidal in my mid thirties. I had two kids and, you know, was, was just like, what's the point? Why am I doing all of this? This just doesn't make sense. And, and, um, and I talk about that a little bit more in my other book that I wrote the, I'm full of it. And so are you book that I, right. uh, the other book that I wrote, but, um, I, a lot of times what has to happen in our lives for us to change is we have to hit something has to happen that's ex- excessively traumatic. And then we go, Oh, time to wake up. That was kind of my wake up call. You know, um, I remember when I was 10, 11, my mom took me to a, a therapist, my parents had divorced and I was just an angry kid and I just refused to talk to the guy. And so she stopped sending me to therapy. That was the last therapy session I had been to until mm-hmm. I was an adult. And when I hit the point where I was just like, okay, listen, like, you know, you're about to leave a family and two kids behind because you can't get over your own stuff. So either do it or stop complaining about it and fix it. And I made a choice that day that I was going to fix it. And that started me down a path of curiosity, you know? Um, Okay. I got a choice. I can bottle it up and be angry and miserable and a terrible influence for my kids, not a good husband for my wife or I can start playing with something different. What's the worst that could happen? I open up to somebody, I'm vulnerable with somebody and they throw it back in my face. All right, cool. Maybe that's not a relationship that I need anymore. Right. Or, um, 
you know, like we have the choice of how to respond, how to react to anything that, that happens to us. So, um, you know, coming back to motivation, if we're motivated to change, we will change. And we don't change unless we reflect and we don't reflect unless we are vulnerable. So if there's a motivation to change, then I believe there is a requirement to get vulnerable. And, and what I mean by that is it doesn't mean everywhere you go, you just cry on everybody's shoulder. It means that you're real. You know, we talk about what's really bothering us, what's really hurting, what's, what's our, what's our successes. You know, we brag about ourselves when we, when we crush it and we let people know that we screwed up when we screwed up, that's vulnerability. It's being open. And I think that there's this, it's, it's, I believe it's starting to crumble, but there's this veil on guys for so long that has just been like, no, you don't talk about your feelings. You don't cry. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And now there's a lot more guys who are talking about opening up and being vulnerable and how important it is. And so we're starting to see that, mm-hmm. that kind of wear down a little bit, which I love. Um, <clears throat> because it is so important. Um, for us to be able to open up that way. If we want to be good fathers, good husbands, good, successful entrepreneurs, man, we're not going to get there bottling all this crap up in in our, in our brain and in our body. We're going to give ourselves cancer. We're going to die young. We're going to be angry and miserable, man. What's your motivation? (laughs) Yeah. What's your motivation? Do you want, do you want to, you know, do all of those things or do you want to take a risk? Experiment, play, have some fun, get curious. I don't know. What happens if I talk about this subject that's taboo that nobody's supposed to talk about? Mm-hmm. Only, only one way to find out. Yeah. You know, got to talk about well, it. And it, and I think that's so important. You know, I, I, I led a men's group uh, for a long while. And, you know, we made it a safe place where, guys, you can talk about whatever you want. You know, we're here for you. We're not going to judge you. You know, we're we're here to support you. You know, all of these different things. And it, and it was, you know, truly amazing. Like, not only did we have some, you know, good Bible teachings or whatever, but, you know, we were able to come together, right, and and, and be close-knit. And, and like the Bible talks about iron sharpens iron, right? Mm-hmm. And, and be able to, you know, help support one another and, and listen and, and just be real, like you're saying, you know? And that, it is so important because I know even myself, you talk about bottling things up. I did that when I was younger. And it's like, it, it just, you, you, you bring it in, bring it in. And then eventually you just explode. Exactly. You know? yep. And that's not, that's not a healthy, healthy way to handle things, you Absolutely. know? And then you kind of mentioned something about, you know, like you cause yourself the cancer or whatever else, you know, be it figuratively or literally, that's how things are. If you keep in hatred and bitterness and resentment and all of this other garbage that we carry around with us, and we just don't let go of it, right? And I mean, forgiveness is a huge part of that too. Yep. I mean, if we can just figure out how to be a little bit more real, be a little bit more open, 
you know, that's not to say like you like you mentioned, we don't have to go to every, you know, person out there and cry on their shoulders or nothing. But find that one person, be it a therapist, be it a, your best friend or somebody that you can trust that you can confide in, right? That you can be real with and talk about these things. Because if you can talk about them, you get them off your chest, you can work through them a little bit better, you know, and and then it causes you to get motivated. And, and like you're saying, you know, which way do I want to go? You know, right. what do I want to do? You know, who do I want to become? Then you and, get a choice. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's what it's all about. So that's, that I love. Tell us more. You, you flashed it up there. Your, your other book, I am full of it. And so are you. <laughs> Let's change the world together. Yeah. That's awesome. <clears throat> uh, so this book, I, I originally wanted to title it world changers and, um, my wife and some other people said, ah, oh, that's too grandiose. You can't call it that. I'm like, fine. But the concept of the book was we're all world changers, right? So it doesn't matter how we show up. We are impacting the world. Think of the butterfly effect, you know, right. um, the way I talk to the barista, the way that I um, interact with my family or even just passing somebody on the street. Like think about that one time when you saw somebody pass you and they were just like you could tell they were just like super angry or, or upset that energy can kind of rub off on you a little bit. Right. All of these things that we do, the way that we show up, we change the world. And so if we're going to be world changers, if we're going to impact the world, why not do it with intention? And so the reason that I called it, I'm full of it. And so are you, let's change the world together is because we're full of everything that we need to lead the life that we want. So if we go back to my story where I was an angry, slighted, you know, victim for a large chunk of my life. And I finally said, enough of that. I'm going to start exploring. Well, when I started exploring, all I was doing was discovering pieces that were already within me. Other people were helping me discover them as I got more curious, but all of those pieces were already there within me to begin with. So we are full of everything that we need to, to create the life that we want. It's just a matter of tapping into it. And so in the book, I talk about our stories. You know, I talk about my story, you know, your story, write out your story. You know, it's very therapeutic. It's cathartic to sit there and write out your story. You might start crying. You might, you know, stuff's going to come out. Right. It's important. Um, and, uh, you know, and then taking that story and going inward, it, it's about seeking to understand ourselves. That's really what it's about. It's about awareness, mm -hmm. right? So as we become more aware of who we are, we understand our story. We understand why we do the things that we do. We understand the masks that we wear and we understand all of these things about ourselves. The more we become aware of that, the more control we have over um, how we show up in our life, which ultimately creates the results that we get. And so um, once again, if we're going to be changing the world, why not change it with intention? Why not understand what we really value? Why not understand what's most important to us and understand how we want to show up, how we want to be, how we want to impact the world, and then go out and intentionally 
impact the world in a way that when we are laying on our deathbed, we can go, yeah, that's right. I left it all on the field and I did it the way that I wanted to, you know, I made some mistakes, but Hey, I, I gave it a hundred percent and I did the best that I could to make the world a better place. It's good. And I like that one expression. I, I forget always how to say it, but it's, you know, don't, don't let the, the grave, you know, rob of all these gifts, these talents and abilities that you have, mm-hmm. you know, get out there and, and do stuff, you know, if you fail, you fail, but pick yourself back up, do something else again, you know? And, and I like how, you know, you're just talking about being aware earlier. You said reflect. I think those are really key, important things. And you even mentioned when you were talking about um, talking with your mother, you know, how you were with a kid at, or as a child, um, I think we need to do these types of things as people like every once in a while, especially where we take notice of how are we acting? You know, you mentioned like, how do I act towards the barista? Right. You know, our, our, what is our awareness? You know, reflect back on when we used to be a certain way. Maybe it's our childhood. Right. Uh, Ask people and, that's the tricky part. If you're asking somebody for how that you are, you know, perceived by them or whatever, you got to be able to take that honest answer, right? <laughs> you're gonna get an answer. <laughs> you know? And and but do it do it so it's creative to yourself. Like you know, be like yeah, you know, I I probably do come off that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I think if we could do those things. And, and be responsible about them so we can change ourselves, so we can learn and grow. That's what's important. And I think that's the key of all of those things that you're saying, you know, to make us a better person, right? Absolutely. And, and, and to help the world around us also, like you mentioned. I, I, I like that as well because that's I, I firmly believe that's why we're all here. We all yeah. have a story to tell. You know, we all have somebody to reach out to to help them with where they're at in life to get them motivated to help them heal hurts and and to you know help them excel in life so and 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 how do we do that if we're not clear on number one what we really care about and value and where we came from you know there's so many so many easy ways to just cover up our stories or blame right? Yeah. That was the game I played. Sure. Was, was it, it was my dad's fault. It was my coach's fault. It was, you know, the system's fault. It was my classmates fault. It was everybody else's fault. So why did I need to deal with any of that? And what I was doing is I was robbing myself of, of understanding what the world is all about, what people are all about. I was robbing myself of the ability to connect with other people. Um, because I was not seeking to understand. And once I went inward to understand my story, I started to see how my story plays out in other people's story. I started to see how we're so connected. And, um, and that's, that's, that's really powerful. You know, I mean, once again, 
well, I guess I haven't said this, but we can be right or we can be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I could continue to be right about my dad and my coach and my this and the men and 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 in the meantime, I'm absolutely miserable and I'm dying inside. Yeah, I think I'll take the the first one. You know, I'll, I'll get out there and work on myself, seek to understand, understand my story, seek to understand other people, um, be open, be vulnerable and get curious about life and figure out how I can do it better. Show up the way I want to show up as best as I possibly can. And, you know, nobody can ever take any of that away from me. Right. No, that's good. So, you know, with all of these things in mind, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a realtor, you're a coach, you're a business person. So we're going to, we're going to take these, you know, tools that we've learned now and, and try to apply them, you know, to being that better person, but, you know, being more successful in life. You wrote another book um, that is about realtor or real estate. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Sphere, sphere marketing, how to, how to build relationships is really what it's about. Right. To, uh, you know, sell more houses, I guess. So, so give us some tools that we can use like more in, in our business life once we get our act together. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I, 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 as, as I'm talking, I'm, I'm just seeing kind of the continuity around like everything, right. Once again, it's about, there's a certain amount of playfulness when we talk about sphere marketing. So sphere marketing is like, um, marketing to people that we already know, you know, my philosophy in real estate was I can go generate more leads with people that I don't know, but then I don't know who I'm going to be working with. I want to work with people that I like and that are cool and fun to work with. So I'm going to take all of the people that I know my sphere and I'm going to expand that out. So that's really what this book is all, all about. It's how to do that. But really all the strategies and stuff in there are just opportunities to play with something new. Like there's some strategies in here that are going to work really well for you, but not for somebody else. And um, when it comes to building relationships, number one, if I have a bunch of bottled up anger, (laughs) you know, guess who I'm going to work with? You know, Um, if I want to work with cool people, then I've got to let some of that go. I've got to do my work, right? So there is a personal aspect that comes along with building a business like this. There is still that curiosity and that playfulness that needs to happen with like, what's working, what's not working? Why isn't this working? Um, How can I improve what's going on and getting responsible for every, everything that we're getting in our life, being responsible for that and not putting the blame on anybody else. And, uh, you know, also back to the seeking to understand, you know, I, I built really strong relationships with people because I got to know them. And if you're in sales, if you're an entrepreneur, you're in sales. Um, it's about building relationships and, and the best way to build relationships. Well, there's really two, two main things, the best two ways that I can find to build relationships is number one, seek to understand what, in, in no particular order, seek to understand the other person. Right. And number two, seek to understand ourselves because the more we understand ourselves, the more we're going to understand other people and the more we're going to be able to connect with other people. And the more we connect with other people, the more that they're going to want to work with us and the more that they're going to want to refer us out 
And that's where that's the foundation then for building a really successful business, um, at least in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's very relationship based. Well, that's just how things used to be, especially more old fashioned, right? You know, you build up yeah. those relationships. You always go to that that one mechanic or that one barber or whatever because you 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 know establish that rapport. You build that relationship. You, you get you know that closeness, and you just don't do anything with anyone else, right? Right. Because it's all about relationships. And and you know you mentioned going to work with anger or something like that. I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he was. I don't know, dealing with something business-wise on the phone. And that person was like just being all mean and rude and whatever else. And he's like, I just don't get it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, I guess the guy, you know, somebody kicked his cat, you know, that old expression. <laughs> and, and it's like, yeah, I guess so is what he said. And like, yeah, you just you just can't let it get to you. You know, yep. it's it's so easy to snap back. And, and to act that same way, right? Right. And, well, and have that tendency, you know, when, when you're treated that way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it, you it, can... Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I no, didn't mean to interrupt you. When we... When I run into somebody like that, and trust me, this takes a lot of practice, and I am by no means perfect at it. When I run into somebody that is grumpy, we'll just say, right? Um, The question that I start to ask is, okay, if I was that person, why would I act that way? And what that does is it, it builds empathy and it allows us to connect with that person. We may never understand exactly what's going on and they may still be a jerk forever and ever and ever. It's not about changing them. It's about changing our relationship with them, right? Internally. And so once again, by understanding who we are and where we come from and why we do the things that we do, we understand other people and where they come from and why they do the things that they do. And the more that we can understand that, the more that we can connect with people. And the more we connect with people, the more sales that we get. You know, that's true for most businesses, I would say. Mm -hmm. Right. So when somebody, my son complaining about his teacher, I was telling him the other day, I'm like, hey, you don't know what's going on with her. Is she going through a divorce? Well, I don't know. Okay. Is she, you know, having financial troubles? I don't know. Is she physically feeling ill? Maybe. I don't know. Like then (laughs) stop judging her, right? Show up differently and see what happens. Right. And so it's about taking that responsibility, seeking to understand where they're coming from. And once again, it may not change anything. She may still be a jerk tomorrow. Who knows? But at least he's trying and at least he has control over that. You know? Yeah. We don't have to make it part of who we are. Right. So right. that old, that old expression, walk a mile on someone else's shoes. There's a, there's another one that um, I heard something though. And, and it's kind of like, well, I think I heard it a couple of different ways, but, one of them would be like, you know, wearing a backpack and it's and it's empty, right? And you're just letting people put stuff in your backpack and it's just weighing you yeah. down over time. And 
if if you keep that backpack zipped up, nobody can put that stuff on you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're the one that's allowing it to come in. So yep. we gotta we gotta probably do a little bit better of a job about you know just letting that stuff roll off of us and and not impact us, right? right. And then maybe just maybe if if we're positive. If, you know, if we've got the joy and the happiness you were talking about and everything else, maybe that will rub off on them and, and give them, you know, something that uh, will help brighten their day, you know, right. get them out of the rut that they're in. Well, I mean, have you ever called into, everybody talks about calling into the call center and you get the person that's like a total jerk on the other end of the phone and how do you deal with them? But have you ever <laughs> called into a call center and had that person that's like, hello, this is Mary, how can I help you? And you're oh, like, yeah, and you're like, sweet. Oh, oh, right on. Okay, cool. I was like all prepared for a fight. All right, cool. This is going to be great. Right. It's, you know, uh, people talk about energy being woo woo, right. And up in the clouds and all that kind of stuff, but we do not have to be anywhere near each other. We don't even have to necessarily say anything to be able to affect other people's energy. And especially when we've practiced and we have a powerful presence of like confidence and and um, positivity and a problem solver kind of mentality. When we just naturally show up that way, people can feel it, and it and it has an impact, you know. But once yeah. again, we don't get there without intentionally practicing something and getting better and growing. Yeah, that's for sure. So is there anything else before we close out today that you want to share as far as your, your backstory goes or, or your how people find you, all of those different kinds of things? Yeah, so there's lots of different places to find me. Um, I've got a YouTube channel. It's Dan Gomer Speaks. Um, you can find me on Facebook, dangomer.com, danshometeam.com. So dangomer.com is, is my more like coaching side of things. Dan's home team is more my real estate side of things. And, um, you know, I am looking to continue to grow my team. I know you guys are in Minnesota. I'm in Denver. Um, but one of the cool things about the company that I'm with is I can actually bring people on my team from all across the nation. In fact, all, all from around the world. And, um, you know, one thing that makes me so passionate about what I'm doing is like, I like selling houses. It's great. Right. What I'm really passionate about is helping other people develop, helping other people grow their businesses, grow personally, and really, you know, having my impact, right. Making the world a better place in in my own unique way. And, and I can do that through a team of real estate agents. It's a fantastic platform to do that. So, you know, if anyone out there is, is looking for a little more support, looking for a a new uh, team to join that is going to support their goals. Like I'd love to talk to you. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, any, anything else that you want to share with us? Any, any people out there that you want to like, you know, have people take action? You know, when we talk about motivation, um, Yeah, I I guess I would leave it with this. Um, We all have ideas. We all have things that we want to do. We all have aspirations, right? There's things that we want to do. Some of us sweep them under the rug. Some of us go get them right away, whatever. 
But if there's somebody out there watching this who is like, I have an aspiration to do something and I'm having trouble finding the motivation to do it. I'm all about keeping it as simple as possible. And the question is, what do you really want? And why is that important to you? So, you know, I, I want a million dollars. Maybe, but I think what you really want is what a million dollars represents. So what's underneath a million dollars? Why is a million dollars important? Well, because it means more security. Why do you need more security? Because it means da, da, da. Why does it mean that? Why do you, and you keep asking why until you get down to something really simple, right? So, or really simple at the core. So that would be my, my one piece of advice. If you're looking for motivation, go inward. Why haven't you created it yet? What's holding you back? And you figure that out by asking, what do you really want? Because maybe the thing that you say you want is actually not what you want. Maybe you can go get something that's much more fulfilling, um, but gives you that, that sense of satisfaction. And all of a sudden you're totally motivated to go do that. But you can't figure that out until you start playing in your own mind. Yeah, no, that's so true. Especially your analogy. Who doesn't want a million dollars? It's like, you know, what's that going to give me? Is it going to give me financial stability? Is it, you know, going to give me a new house? Is it going to get me out of debt? You know, find those areas like you're talking about that you can hone in on. And then just start working from the ground up, right? Yep. Just knock them out little bit by little bit. And then now, now you've got a goal, right? You've got something to work towards and achieve. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome, man. I appreciate that. And, and your time today. Yeah. Thank uh, you. This, this was excellent. I mean, you gave us a lot of different perspectives and things to think about that I think are, you know, huge and important. So I appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on today. And uh, to everyone else out there, be blessed. Thank you for listening to Get Motivated with Donato, where Donato speaks with leaders, authors, influencers, and speakers who share their lives' journeys with motivational tips, lessons learned, and keys of success that will motivate you to change your life. Follow Donato on Facebook and LinkedIn at Donato Parisi, or go to DonatoMotivates.com. Remember, you can be anything you want and desire. All you have to do is get motivated.